Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Half in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast. My name is RJ, and today I am drinking a nice glass of Merlot. And uh, joining me today is a man who will no longer have to self-censor because now he has his own censor button. It's Joe. Joe, how you doing? And what are you drinking today? I am fantastic. Oh God! Oh God! What? What? Oh, I had issues on my end. Hang on. Um, apparently, when you hold down the Z button in Audacity, it gets angry. Um, hopefully, that didn't. Uh, oh man! Up. Oh God! Why am I getting? I hope that's not being recorded. Oh, that shouldn't be recorded into Audacity. Yay! And I'm drinking. 40 ounces of straight vodka. I mean, I am drinking water because as soon as we're done recording and I'm done editing, I'm going to work out. All right. So we'll make this one nice, short, and quick and easy. It's a good thing we've got uh, a simple, easy topic on the docket here. Shouldn't take oh, us yeah, more yeah, than yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into that real quick. Actually, before we do that, let's talk about our sponsor real quick. Joe's Disc Golf is our sponsor. Uh, yes, you can see the lovely merch that you can get from Joe's Disc Golf. No, you can't buy that. Well, you can. <laughs> you just have to go to Amazon and then yes, custom order yes. it. Um, but yes, uh, merch store still coming soon? Question mark, question mark, question mark? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I've been really busy. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to lie. There's some stuff and up there. Yes. It's not. There's some placeholders up there, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Got to get so. some action shots of handsome-looking people, beautiful people wearing the stuff. Still waiting on to find those people. <laughs> I was going to say, it ain't us. Nope. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, really quickly, let's, uh, let's get into our topic then, which uh, for those of you that were disappointed that Team Ricky was minus one Ricky... One this, team uh, captain. The, yeah, what one team captain at the All-Star event this weekend. Well, uh, you'll be sad to know that the reason why was because it sounds like he had a Lyme disease flare-up. Yep. Um, um, Joe, don't you want to get into the history of that a little bit? Don't worry. Corey Ellis had the A on his jersey, so he was able to take over. He was actually the, the next man up for uh, either team, if anybody had to drop. Uh, Ricky had Lyme disease a couple of years ago. Really messed with him. Um, and then two years ago, he kind of came back, had an okay season. Last year, it seemed to be all right. He had a couple flare-ups. He was able to control it last year, mostly through a pretty strict diet. I don't know yeah. much about Lyme disease, so I, I don't know. Some people are saying mm -hmm. that um, he should take antibiotics. I, I have no idea, honestly, if it's a virus or bacterial or... I assume if it's still causing issues, it's viral. Viral, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, think. Google is way too difficult to use. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So uh, we, we wanted to talk about um, some tick and parasite prevention because obviously ticks are a large carrier of Lyme disease. Yep. Uh, and with both of us being Eagle Scouts, we figured that we had uh, – you know, some expertise on the subject. A little bit. A little bit. So, uh, you know, I, you okay there, buddy? Uh, I just looked up, like, all of a sudden, you know how 
you get that little thing on the side of Google when you are like, oh, here's a quick thing, expand for more. And it just went like, <laughs> it just added like two feet of information. Lyme disease Gosh. is Lyme borreliosis. Uh, Scientific name, got it. by the Borreolia bacterium. I'm going to go with, it's a bacteria. Makes sense to me. Yep. Um, yeah. Talking about prevention. Prevention of tick bites. Yep. Medication. Yep. Diclocycline. Uh, amoxicillin. Cetriftixone. Uh, Zufroxin. I don't know. There's approximately, you- according to um, this Wikipedia article, take it for what it's worth, 476,000 cases per year in the U.S. Likely an overestimate in parentheses. And 200,000 in Europe. Interesting. So they take, they say take an antibiotic. Uh, Mayo Clinic says 10 to 14 days. Maybe longer depending on symptoms. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's let's get into a little bit of. But um, oh, before I get into too far, oh, yes, there is illness uh, after Lyme disease. There's chronic Lyme disease, which you can get, which happens to some people that have long-term symptoms that are thought to be caused by Lyme disease. So, research is still not great on it, apparently, and this is according to Mayo Clinic. So, to the people who are saying that uh, Ricky doesn't believe in antibiotics or something and should have done it and it should have cured it. He's one of those unfortunate people that has chronic Lyme disease, apparently. Yes. That yes, sucks. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know if he yeah, took the antibiotics or not, and I don't know if you if he did it or didn't do it. I don't know, but it is likely he is suffering from chronic Lyme disease. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it seems like if you don't treat Lyme disease, you become unalive in a not fast, short time period, but like... Eh. He wouldn't be a professional athlete at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all this talk about uh, creepy, crawly, bitey stuff now has me trying not to itch everywhere. It's not nice to talk about your dog that way. <laughs> she has been very bitey yeah. recently. They're, but uh, They're love bites. Uh, they, they are. They are. But they, uh, they still hurt sometimes. Yep. Um, particularly when she gets my little toe. Ah, yes. It's the only one that she can fit in her mouth. That's (laughs) awkward. Anyway, moving on quickly. So let's, let's talk about some ways to prevent tick bites. Um, obviously the big one is if you're in the woods, if you're in places where you know that there's going to be ticks, Bug spray, bug spray, bug spray, bug spray, bug spray. Yep. And basically, Um, if you are in the continental United States, there's probably ticks by you. There are some, like if you look at tick tick maps, there are some areas that don't really have them. But uh, generally speaking, (laughs) I think like Arizona, like desert areas. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I could be a little wrong. I'm a little rusty on it. I just assume everywhere has ticks. And anytime I go anywhere, I check to see if I have ticks, if I go out hiking in the woods or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the big thing is, is also check yourself. Um, before you wreck before yourself. Before a tick wrecks. 
Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, so doing that and, you know, obviously the preventative measures of bug spray, bug spray, wearing long sleeve clothes or long sleeve pants. And we understand that, uh, you know, if you're going out to play a casual round of disc golf in July in the Midwest, you're probably not going to wear long sleeves and long pants. Get it. Absolutely not. Totally get it. Absolutely not. That's why bug spray is good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know I've had various athletes who have tried uh, more homeopathic sprays. Yep. I I don't know what they were, what was in them. They smelled lovely. I'm assuming the ticks and bugs didn't like it, but the, it smelled good. Yeah. You didn't smell yeah. like bug spray, and they said it worked. I I don't know. I'm lazy, I, so and cheap. I've also talked with some people that are have said that they don't seem to work as well. Yeah, but, you know, f- find whatever whatever works for you, and maybe it yeah. has something to do with body chemistry and your sweat and yeah. how that interacts with it. There's a mm. whole mess of things that you could uh, end up. Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole research topic all on its own, basically. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So then, obviously, if you find a tick on you, the goal is to get it off you as soon as possible. If it hasn't bitten you, yep, just go go get one of those off. from Amazon. Get one of those tick removal kits. Those are the best way to go, and they're cheap. Yep. They're yeah, a couple bucks, and will save you hundreds or thousands of dollars of medical bills. So ten yes, bucks for then- a tick removal kit, medical bills, life potential lifelong illness. The choice yes. is yours. So, uh, you know, I think that pretty well covers that, right? I'd say so. That's okay. Uh, okay. bug spray. And it also helps prevent mosquito-borne illnesses. I know. And just mosquito bites in general. That which are too, which awful. are just annoying. But, uh, you know, I know for a while West Nile was a big issue. And a few mm-hmm. other things were potential issues at the time. So I don't know who knows what the flavor of the summer is going to be for this mosquito borne illness. So just, you know, again, bug spray. It's always a good idea. What's the saying? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yep. All right. All right. So uh, let's see. We're we're now, what, 11, 11 and a half minutes in. Um, yeah. And we haven't even bantered. I, yeah. I, I think that. I think that covers that topic, right? I'd say so. Yeah, we're yeah, we're like 10 minutes well, in or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about this week? I think that's a great show, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I do want to talk about, I will be getting the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast up from last week and this week. Uh, oh, wonderful. Totally forgot about last week. Going to be completely <laughs> 100% honest with you. Totally. For- I forgot to hit record. For audacity, oh, no. so I had to download it from YouTube, which is just something I don't do. And yeah. then I just forgot. And then I'm in the middle of recording on Friday. Remember to hit record and went, oh, <laughs> and uh, was like, oh, yeah, about that, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Double oh, episode well. this week. Woo-hoo. Probably a triple episode because I'm going to try doing something new of a preview show of Las Vegas challenge. We'll see how it goes for the first couple tournaments. All right. Talk about the excitement. You know, the playoff last year was exciting from Las Vegas challenge. You had uh, Drew Gibson taking it home, Mm -hmm. 
beating Gannon Burr, who you might have heard of in the news recently. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He He's 17. Prodigy's Gannon Burr, right? Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's a good description for it. Maybe so. is an answer. We'll have more, more answers <laughs> uh, March 6th, I believe. Maybe. Maybe. It's it's a legal case, so I, I always expect that there will be fewer answers until there are more answers. Yes, it is. From what I understand, the court case that's coming up, uh, or the hearing on the 6th, is more related to just um, a preliminary injunction. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. So, let's... Uh, yeah. We, we we joked that this was going to be a short episode. Let's actually get into the topic that we wanted to talk about, which is that, of course, that Gannon Burr prodigy, I guess, Hot mess. lawsuit and countersuit. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's just lawsuit because it's prodigy suing Gannon Burr for breach of contract because okay. Gannon okay. was trying I, to get out of it, get out of the right. contract for material breach of contract. Yes. Which I found out means something like they didn't pay him as what makes it material-based. I don't know. Neither of us are lawyers, so this is going to be awesome. Yeah, neither of us are lawyers. Neither of us um, have a particularly strong background in contract law, I would say. Nope, nope. Would would definitely agree with that statement. Uh, and... <laughs> Yeah, I need to reach out to a lawyer I know and see what they have to say on this case. I haven't found out who Gannon's lawyers are, so I'm hoping they're not the lawyers so they can actually talk to me. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be good. Yes. Um so let's let's talk through this real quick. So obviously Prodigy yep. is suing Gannon um because they are saying that he is in breach of contract basically because he is not using their product like he agreed effectively essentially and it yeah. right now it just feels like because all we have are the accusations so it just right. feels like that spider-man meme of him pointing at himself and that's like you're in breach of contract no you're in breach of contract that's that's what yes. it feels like right now and the only one we could probably say for sure is ganon at least from the prodigy aspect just because He's trying to leave, and he said he's leaving, and he has a new, assumedly a new sponsor lined up. Yes. As for the other stuff, like I don't know. We'll we'll get through that. There's right. a there right. are uh, five different things that Gannon Burr has alleged to or, have caused this contract breach. Yes. So these are the um, alleged contract breaches that Gannon has accused Prodigy of. Yeah. Basically, not fulfilling. I'm going to go ahead and read these because trying to summarize these oh, uh, would not be great. We'd miss something. Um, yeah, we'd miss something. Uh, so this is uh, – I'm going to go ahead and read this from the uh, Alti World article. Yep. They have a great summary. Um, they did They did yep. a really good job with yeah, it. Yeah, they, they did a really good job with this. Uh, so this – again, the alleged contract breaches on Prodigy's end are – uh, Bird didn't receive a PDGA Rookie of the Year commemorative disc despite promises that he would get one. Mm -hmm. Burr did not receive Railer sales reports to verify royalty payments on disc sales. 
Uh, quote, my mom and I were told that we could see those at any time, but they have never been sent to us, even though Prodigy knew that was very important for us to have, he wrote, mm-hmm. end quote. Three, Burr did not get to select which signature disc he would receive and that he was promised two, but only received one, which has negatively impacted his potential earnings. Mm-hmm. Four, Prodigy's disc quality is poor and the molds are inconsistent and that he made such complaints known as far back as June 2021 with flashing being a particular quality control concern. And five, that he was owed $500 in unpaid bonuses. Yep. So um, so that's that's what Gannon and his side are alleging. Yep. That's, they're saying that Prodigy is in breach because of these things. And... Prodigy is uh, saying, for that, no, we're not. <laughs> right. Well, Basically, Prodigy is saying they have upheld their legal duty according to the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're not lawyers, so it, it's hard for me to say for sure Yeah, what the... So I did a little bit of looking into this. Um, there's mm-hmm. also a good breakdown on Reddit. If you want to find a link directly to that Reddit, go to the Joe's Disc Golf video and then the about the whole Prodigy Sue's Ganon Burr and then the pinned comment has it. Because I'm assuming by the time this video comes out, that will not be like the top of Disc Golf, r slash Disc Golf. So, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not saying to watch the video. I, I am saying watch a video. Please watch the video. <laughs> but also, if you just want a quick link to that, just do that um because that'll take you straight to there's somebody put was able to post eight pages of the lawsuit the whole thing which mm-hmm. was an interesting and confusing read for someone yes for someone who speaks a uh, very little latin and greek considering we're in the medical field um these are new <laughs> words in from those languages yes and yes. then words that i look at and go those aren't words there's those how is yes. that a word but um, so in Georgia, where Prodigy is based out of, and I'm assuming this lawsuit is based out of, um, you can have a verbal agreement contract if mm-hmm. both parties agree and everything. I don't know if that's what happened or not. I don't know how, like, probably depends on who sent it from Prodigy's side. If it's mm-hmm. a text message or a phone call or email or whatever. For some of that stuff, like I guess uh, one mm-hmm. of the guys on Reddit said that they read through the contract and there's no mention of a rookie of the year, anything in the in the contract or it was fuzzy on the uh, signature discs. So yeah. I don't know. It says it was promised to him if that's in writing, if it's not. Apparently in the contract, there's a clause in there that says everything has to be in writing and signed on by both parties. So I don't know how that works. There's a lot of I, things that are going to be fought out in court, which will make a huge difference in this case. Yeah. I suspect what this case will come down to. Um, and, and again, this is purely speculation is basically how the court interprets those non written contracted yeah promises because in i i kind of read the the little bit of there's a law firm carol law firm i have that in one of the other comments in that video that did a little breakdown they're like these are the three ways that georgia can enforce 
verbal contracts. Here are the three ways that they don't, and they almost contradict each other. Because yeah, legal, so, like, yeah. if you have one, you know, preposition in the wrong spot, it voids this, you know, it, it changes the meat. It, it, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I, so I think that what we're really about to see... Um, this is going to be precedent. Is, it's going to be precedent, and I think that it's, we're really going to see it change how disc golf contracts are. Yep. I know that we've said that, I think, the last two off-seasons... With the big uh, Ricky Wysocki deal. Oh, you know lawyers he, were looking at that one. Oh, a million dollars a year, and um, same with Paul. Yeah, same same thing. I think um, you know Simon's deal. Oh, same for sure. thing. Especially I mean, when we're talking about buying out contracts from oh, other yeah. places. If there was a buyout think, clause in in Gannon's contract, you know whoever is trying to pick him up would have paid that. Because Prodigy Absolutely. is alleging they're going to lose $1.5 a year from not having mm -hmm. Gannon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I and, – and what I I said to you, um, mm -hmm. you know, when we were kind of discussing this is, you know, and it's, it's definitely not a one-to-one -one case, but anyone that's familiar with um, especially European soccer yeah. might know of the what, – what's what are called Bosman transfers after a uh, court case in which a Belgian player with, last, with the surname of Bosman. What? Um, y yes. Whoa. Yes. They're, they're super, super uh, – That's uh, crazy, man. Creative over there. But, but basically – um, he ended up having issues with uh, a club. He was out of contract. Mm -hmm. The club was trying to sell on his rights, but wouldn't let him sign with another team. Yeah, even though he was out of contract. Um, obviously not a direct comparison here, but that case shaped how contracts are written now mm -hmm. in European soccer. How, um. You know, and I mean, just global soccer, but then also, um, yeah. you know, shaped kind of how that whole transfer system worked. I am expecting this case to do something very similar. Oh, for and sure. I think we're going to start seeing, um, you know, maybe not in the bigger yeah. contracts. Like, I don't think that Ricky or Simon or Paul or even probably Gannon. Yeah. are going to be able to sign or to, to get necessarily a release clause without giving some type of consideration. Yeah. But I think we're going to start seeing those in a lot of the like Valerie's contract or yeah. um you know those type of contracts. Or I it's think gonna we're be, gonna start seeing it's gonna be one of those where it the buyout clause in Ricky's is like mm -hmm. six million dollars where it's like yeah. you're really gonna want Rick. You know, something yeah. Where it's yeah. almost absurd. I, but who I knows? Mean, I mean, everybody thought, you know, I'm sure when they put in Simon's contract a couple years ago when he re-signed mm -hmm. a million-dollar buyout, mm -hmm. everybody's like, that's crazy. Like, that's yeah. – no one's going to do that. And well, son of a gun, MVP did it. <laughs> you know, but now, well, like, now that doesn't seem as crazy. A couple years right. ago, but when disc golf was kind of in that COVID boom, mm -hmm. but not really, you know. Uh, what five six years ago contracts yeah. were you know an average salary in the u.s yeah. a good contract was you know 40 grand 50 grand a year i'm sure there's bonus yeah. incentives and all that you know whatever. Oh, absolutely and but, sales incentives and stuff like that you know you look back and, 10 years ago and a contract was 
couple thousand dollars, some, you know, gas money and a handshake and you're good to go. Yeah. Now it's and and that's kind of where I think disc golf's in a weird spot right now where you've got all this money coming in and the contracts haven't quite caught up to what's going on. Well, and again, if if a company really wants to throw money at someone, yeah. They will. I mean, yep. again, going back to soccer um in 20 I believe it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um PSG activated a 222 million euro um, buyout clause. So that's like six grand. Barcelona. uh, That's that's more than that. I know your conversion rate's a little on the wrong direction. Oh, I was thinking Um, of uh, Venezuelan dollars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But basically, you know, Again, that was a, a situation where, yeah. you know, because in Spain you have to have a buyout clause in the contract, Barcelona just put one in there as like, oh, this is absurd. Nobody's ever going to pay this money. And if they do, well, hey, take them. That's fine. You know? Yeah. And then they decided that they didn't want to do that. But that's a whole nother, well, as a Barcelona fan, that's a whole nother sad conversation that I can have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that we're going to start seeing these contracts structured differently, where we're going to see yeah. options like we do in pretty, the NBA and the MLB. Pretty much every other people sport. people can opt out. Yeah, where people can opt out after however many years. Yeah. We're going to see, you know, those sales incentives. We're going to see more bonuses. Yeah. We're going to see, you know, again, all these different things. Um, I, I think that this case specifically, and, and again, we've talked about this before with yeah. the big contracts that were getting laid out last year. Yeah. But I think that the ugliness of this going to court and how much of the he said, they said yeah. type of, of thing that we're getting here. Um, because, again, I don't know where these different court or, you know, where each of these different location or uh, companies are located. Yeah, that's going to change. What each? What, yeah, what that's going to change. Yeah. What courses are or what? What courses? That what too. courts are able to enforce? Like you look at, you know, Discraft is based in Michigan. Uh, mm-hmm. You got Dynamic Discs in Kansas. Kansas. You've got Latitude sixty four in Sweden. I mean, I don't yeah. know how that works out. I'm sure there's yeah. a way. I'm sure they have some whatever. Yeah, and then like you've now, you've got all these companies all over, but at the mm-hmm. same time, courts can go. Right now, there's like no precedent in the sport of disc golf, so this judge no. is just going to have to look at what's close enough. Regular contract law, yeah, and what's close enough. Like maybe what happened in other individual sports, so golf, tennis, yeah. MMA. Which, I don't know. I'm just again. You know. I think is totally. I mean, we really don't have a precedent for this. Yeah, this is the first time that... what other sport is the manufacturer the driving source of income for the, yeah. the athlete? I, that's that's a good question. I don't know of like another you, one. You know, yeah. Exactly. Uh, you can get sponsored by a manufacturer in golf, but they're not like... Yeah. Unless you're Tiger Woods and Nike. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay... You know, Callaway and Titleist and Titleist are are going to have their sponsored athletes, 
but they're not the main driving force. No, but behind... I mean, you look at it, the guy who makes last cash in um, a golf tournament in a PGA tournament still makes yeah. a ton of money as last cash. Yeah. <laughs> like in yeah. here, you make last cash, you're getting maybe gas money, enough gas money to get to the next tournament, depending on where it is. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, Kristen and Ricky both set headlines. And Paul now. Uh, and and Paul yeah. because they finally breached the, what was it? $1 million uh, in one, one season. $1 million in one season? Yep. From winnings. From winnings. I need from, to clarify. Yes, yeah. from winnings. So, yeah. So, Kristen did it. And then a couple hours later, later Ricky did it. Ricky, And then yeah. Paul played in a couple more A tiers. And crossed mm-hmm. the threshold by, I think, a couple hundred dollars. Um, in, With a couple hours to spare? <laughs> yeah, in, in December. Just playing yeah. some local A-tiers and stuff. Because, you know, yeah. it's Paul Macbeth. He's going to show up and everybody's like, well, I'm going to be playing for second place <laughs> at best. <laughs> I, I'm going to get the best ratings boost of my career. No here. kidding. So, yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting because then this will be used as mm-hmm. precedent or at least something that the next contract dispute in disc golf will look at mm-hmm. and go, yes. okay, well, this is the other thing. So it's going to be mm-hmm. however this goes. I mean, either way in this decision, prodigy loses no matter what they've already lost in, oh, in the court yeah, of public prodigy. opinion, in the court of public, yes. they could win and it could be all, you know, Gannon has his head so far up his butt. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. I'd like to think mm-hmm. that, he consulted him and his mom consulted lawyers before going like, yeah. And it sounds mm-hmm. like they did, but you know, <laughs> um, so I would think that they think they have a rock solid case. Prodigy thinks that they have a rock solid case. At mm-hmm. least if they're going to sue, you're not just yes. going to go out and do it. Although I thought it was interesting. I did save the screenshot of what, uh, somebody had retweeted what drew had screenshotted uh, was it thomas hunter hunter thomas it was yeah. one of the huh yeah hunter thomas from yeah, okay from uh foundation uh um yeah i was gonna say it was one of the foundation guys prodigy has tried to unsuccessfully sue um other people Paige, previously page pierce when she left um chris dickerson most recently when he left so yeah. it's not uncommon for them to attempt they have yet to win but I'm sure, yeah. especially the Paige Pierce contract, I'm sure that was that was just barely more than a handshake deal. And then yeah. Dickerson was probably more than that, but I doubt that it was as robust as Gannon's was. Because, again, Dickerson signed when it was, disc golf was in that weird spot where the, the contracts weren't quite, you know. Yeah, that level. Yeah, where, I mean, right now it's it's like the Wild West. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I got gosh. a contract, but yeah. uh yeah, next week I'm going to this company. <laughs> yeah. Um oh that I had another comment on that and now I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It, It'll it, probably come back to me. No, you're good. But one one other thing to to mention here, um I know people that kind of follow Sport-related court cases and that type of stuff may be familiar with the Court of Arbitration for Sport, or CAS. Mm. I, um, I am not, actually. So the Court of Arbitration for Sport is basically a um, an arbitration, mm-hmm. I guess, court 
in uh, Switzerland, huh. and they deal with things that are – they're meaningful in sport, but they have no outside context. Okay. Um, so, for example, um, I'm just going to pull from European soccer again. Yeah. They were um, involved in the decision to reduce uh, English club Manchester City's uh, two-year ban from the, the UEFA Champions League mm-hmm. um, from two years down to just a fine because – That's a big change. Really, <laughs> well, yes. Um because really they have the the cast has authority over hmm. again things that aren't really yeah they, they're sport specific and super like they're important for the sport detailed for that but there's not a, any actual legal breach of contract or breach yeah. of or, you know breach of laws basically so this because or my understanding is because this is contract law related, mm-hmm. this is not a case for that. Yeah. And um, it, yeah, probably. Yeah. If I guess it would be if like, I guess a good example would be Nico. Mm-hmm. He could have used that. Yes. Theoretically. Nico would be, yeah. Nico could have used the court of arbitration for sport because it is a, uh, it's an important a, a sanctioning within a sport yeah. where, where you know it would be someone so they try to be the neutral body of the sport the the oversight of all sports bodies essentially yes provided it's not Um, this situation where it's a contract with yes actual Um, legal implications i guess for example uh they're heavily involved with uh like doping cases ah yes where you know a body might say hey this guy was doping and the guy says no i wasn't what no i'm not yeah, exactly. Well, last um, week you looked like a little boy, and this week, uh, where'd those muscles come from? Well, yes, last week you hit twenty home runs and stole forty bases, and now this Sammy year Sosa? you hit seventy <laughs> uh, some home runs yeah. and stole zero bases, and you look like the Hulk, Barry Bonds. <laughs> Barry Bonds, uh, Mark McGuire, <laughs> Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, allegedly, 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 allegedly to all of these. <laughs> yes. But if you look at their oh. rookie card to a couple years later, uh, I don't care how much you work out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they save baseball. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was only kind of illegal. Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> growing up as a kid in the '90s, and I thought it was really cool that they're hitting all those home runs. You you know who one of my favorite players was growing up as a Cardinals fan? Mark McGuire. Uh, I was going to say Frank Thomas. Uh, not as a White Sox fan. <laughs> I was a Cardinals fan. Yeah, I know. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Now, now everyone just knows Frank Thomas because he's in those yeah. uh, testosterone yep. commercials. Yep. Uh, and he, he now looks like Barry Bonds. <laughs> So one of, actually he was always pretty muscular so. he was one of the things the uh, going back i guess to this whole thing one of the things that stood out to me was uh complaint number four which was the poor disc quality notably the flashing so when i asked this was after a tournament last year i asked i want to try new stuff because i had backups for everything and i was like all right 
So I got suggested the A200, I think it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, the flashing on this thing is rough. But I just assumed I was like, well, I picked up a bad one. You know, you can get some of yes. those where I've picked them mm-hmm. up like DD, Latitude, Innova. They're usually pretty decent about that. But every now and then mm-hmm. you get that one where like it just it's the flashing is end up bent the opposite direction and it just like yeah. gouges your fingers out. Apparently, that's mm-hmm. the whole way for Prodigy. I've seen a lot of comments on social media saying that that is a well-known Prodigy issue. That's a feature, not a bug. Yes. It's trying to make you, it's trying to make the release of the disc quicker by shaving off all those rough edges on your fingers. <laughs> uh, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Trying to cut weight and by cutting, yeah. by cutting you. Yes. Basically. Yeah. That's, um, that one. And we, we mentioned earlier that it seems like no matter what actually happens with the case, it seems like Prodigy is going to be the loser. Oh yeah. Um, at least in the court of public opinion, I would say that's the reason why. And then they went on Twitter. They did? I haven't seen yes, this. They did. Uh, they might not have went on Twitter, but uh, I, I saw it on Twitter where they came out with a statement that basically said, that leaves us no, basically like, top, top tier players. Throwing Kevin Jones under the bus, huh? <laughs> uh Kevin Jones is one of the people that got mentioned. Um I'm trying to think of who else is it they Isaac ha- Robinson? Is he the other is he still there? Uh, or did he move? I can't remember now. No, I don't think so. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um I, again I think that was in a Drew Gibson tweet. So Yeah. Well and and um, it was just kind of funny reading some of the comments about that. And I, I did like how in this they cited memes. As like, this yes. is hurting our brand. I'm like, dude, I mean, I get it, kind of. You're trying to get as much ammo in on your side as possible. Mm-hmm. But name a disc golf company that hasn't been roasted by a meme. <laughs> like here, here we go. So this is actually from the court filing, paragraph 53 of Mark Anderson's declaration. Okay. GB's quote. GB's departure would also leave PDI without a high-profile PDGA athlete under contract for the quickly approaching 2023 season. Yep. Um, so that would include Kevin Jones. Yeah. Um, I forget who's on their team. Let's see. Kevin Jones, Isaac Robinson, and Kale. I assume Kale LaVisca. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, Drew Gibson's response to that was another horrific look for Prodigy, pretty much saying Kevin Jones, Isaac Robinson, and Kale are B-class professionals. Yep. I will say, I'm just like, like, so Isaac Robinson's up and coming, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Jones has a pretty good presence. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a decent pro. He's top 15, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um he's a consistent and same with contender, I'll say. Kale is is top 20, I think I remember if I'm remembering yeah. correctly off the top of my head. But of those 3, Kevin Jones has the biggest social media presence. Mhm. But it doesn't seem like any of them are that big. Yeah, I wouldn't call any of them heavyweights in the same way that Gannon with Gannon's rise, he could be. Yeah. But at the same time, 
or with how young Gannon is, I'm not really sure how much better than like Kevin Jones he was last year. Yeah, this year, I mean, um, he was and, crazy good. And since you mean, uh, did um, you mean 2022 or 2021? Two. In 2022, I mean, he won USDGC and yeah, you know, the year before or is it two years ago? I don't know which year qualified him as a rookie of the year because those yeah. were. Yeah. I mean, Juliana Corver won rookie of the year after retiring and becoming a Hall of Fame member 10 years prior. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, she's well, still a fantastic disc golfer. Don't get me wrong. It's just. Yes. Yes. Technically, by the rules, she was a rookie in the disc golf pro tour. But. Yes. <laughs> well, again, though, when so much of Prodigy's marketing yeah. was initially put into Kevin Jones with that big. Um, you know, with that, that big contract and then, um, mm -hmm. you know, even with letting Dickerson go and, yeah. and those type of things, it's like to then turn around and a year later, call him not a top tier pro. Yeah. I mean, like that's burying your own company right there. Yeah. That's just bad. And, and they've given, they've given Kevin Jones his own line of discs. Mm -hmm. So all DJ inspired because, you know. Mixmaster, KJ USA. Yeah, KJ USA. I don't know what his DJ name is. Either. Either way. Which? Oh, he, so he's fun big fact, into EDM, I'm, so that's like not mm -hmm. my thing. Yeah, I I don't know if you can see what wine glass I'm using, but it's from a wedding that you were a DJ for. Ah, yes, I just used that pint <laughs> glass the other day. Unfortunately, I think I put it through the dishwasher one too many times, and some of it Ooh. is right now. It says "sip ip hooray." <laughs> well, at least it still, still says sip ip. Yep. 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 Um. Yep. yep. Um, I don't know what else there is to really say about this. We'll be, I mean, following this, uh, there's yeah. probably not going to be an update until March. If they do at force the him, if they, if they do force him to stay with Prodigy, it'll be interesting to see, like, are they going to force him through the end of the contract? Because these legal things can take years. His contract's yeah. up December 31st, 2023. Yeah. How does that work? Well, you and, know? and again, I if, if you have one party that's saying, I don't want to use this, this isn't good quality, this is, yeah. you know, whatever... Do you really want that's him that's the other representing question. your brands? But then that I guess raises the question like if you're a pro that wants to get out of your contract, do you just go like yeah, all the all your discs suck? And I I said on in my video that if mm -hmm. if it ends up being that he is forced to finish out the year, you are going to get the absolute bare minimum out of him. Like I said if if he wins a if he ends up winning a tournament, he's going to be like, yeah, it was great out there. The conditions, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Prodigy disc. And I threw the disc really well and I threw and I did this and this was crazy. And it's just going to be like the absolute bare minimum. Yeah. He's going to put, if he has to wear the Prodigy logo, it's going to be in the smallest text possible. I, I think like what, but he also has to be careful too, not to be too much of a teenager, essentially. Right. You're asking him to be right. professional because that could also sour other other, other sponsors to you if they see you acting like a douche essentially yeah 
I mean, well, I justified mean, we've seen or not. That with Nico. Yeah. And the sponsors are scared of sponsoring him, I would say. Yeah. And now, now you're kind of getting, no offense to Lone Star, but you're kind of getting to the bottom of the barrel. Well, and again, it's, you know, sponsors are, are hesitant to pick him up. Yeah. And they're hesitant to give him big contracts. Yeah. Um, you know, it. I would hate to see Gannon end up kind of blowing his big contract shot because he couldn't be professional with this. Yeah. And because this soured and scared away uh, a big name. But all things considered, him being 17 now, like last year when he was 16, shockingly professional in all the interviews and oh, yeah. in the interactions. Yeah. You see him like even on like those... Uh, I guess hot mic moments where they're all standing around waiting to tee off. Like he's acting like a professional athlete. So I would, I mean, he's, he's got <laughs> tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars riding on, on him being like, not a dick <laughs> essentially yeah. for the next, yeah. uh, who knows for the next six months, nine months, maybe they figure something out outside of court. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't, yeah. See this likely at this point? It it seems like it's going to be a real ugly divorce. Yeah. Um one way or the other, regardless of how the court case goes, I don't anticipate this getting solved early. I Yeah. Uh, unless they somehow come to a resolution outside of court, I suspect that we're going to see this probably come to a conclusion. I'm going to have a lot of content. At- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say at the earliest would probably be June, June, July, kind of somewhere gut. in there. Yeah, I yeah. depends how backed up the courts are too. Yeah, that could be so. bad. Um, yeah, I'll be interested. Unfortunately, it mm-hmm. looks like Prodigy is going to take the L no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't like in a way. I like I get why they're doing it. Oh yeah, but like oh yeah. They had to know going into this, like, we lose. If we win, we lose. Mm-hmm. If we lose, we lose. And mm-hmm. there have been plenty of posts on social media, like, I'm never buying Prodigy again. I've never really thrown Prodigy. The one disc I've thrown, I didn't like it. And it just, because it flew like a justice. And I have my justice, and I like my justice. <laughs> and it's also beaded, and that disc is not beaded, so... We, I've made my opinion known on on, on beaded discs. Yeah, I, I you know, and, and I am someone that looks at when I try and buy discs, mm-hmm. I try to hold companies to a certain standard. Yeah. Um, maybe that standard's a little bit more flexible for some companies than other companies. Yep. Um. I'm probably a total hypocrite by saying that, by trying to do that. Um, But the fact of the matter is the way that Prodigy is going about this, it's a rough look for them. Yeah. Um, And that's why I keep saying in the court of public opinion, like they've lost. I'm trying to keep a balanced take on this. mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I navigated and managed to have people say I had a balanced take for the whole natalie ryan pdga policy change i'm hitting my z button i'm hitting my z button i think i can keep i'm gonna i think i can keep it balanced and just 
here's the facts. And that's that's what I yeah. tried to lay out in the last in the video I did where I'm just like, yeah. this is what we know. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to look into yeah. it and take your own make your own opinion. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to try to give you as much information, but I'm also going to try to provide mm-hmm. you links to the original yeah. source. So if you want to spend probably five years reading a legal document, be, unless you're a lawyer, then it's probably five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but for well, and, and again, I think that's what we've tried to do here today is try to explain each yeah. side of it, explain where it's going. Like I said, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I think we've both said it's going to depend on how the law interprets it. Neither of us are lawyers. So for us to and even speculate then, on like, where that's going to even then, Go. lawyers are probably like, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, there's also a lot so, that yeah. that isn't published in. Yes, like there's stuff that's um, redacted that could change. Mm-hmm. Like, one sentence could completely change how all of us look at it and go, "Wow, that side yes. is a total douche, and the other side is totally justified." Yes, absolutely. So, if um, there's any hard hitting information, I mean. I don't think I'm expecting a law and order court case here or even my cousin Vinny, but there's some, there's some references there, but my cousin Vinny, good, okay. good law drama or good law um, comedy, Joe Pesci. So again, if you want to uh, find out more about this, there's of course the Ulti world disc golf article. Yep. Um, that has a lot of really good information. Yep. Um, additionally, the there, do, 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 there's do. a Reddit post. Um, I will find. I mm-hmm. did get a hold of a link to the actual court, like where you can look up these documents for free. Yeah, and I kind that's of, what I was looking for. It is. Uh, let's see if I even have that here. It is courtlistener.com, and if you just, I believe if you sh- search the Ganon, Ganon Burr, or Prodigy Discs, Prodigy Disc Inc., sorry, it's not plural. Uh, this is in yes. the District Court, um, ND, Georgia, I, I don't know, Northern District? That's yeah. probably right. Um, yeah, Court court Listener, um, PDGI... VGB yep. District Court, North District, Georgia. Um, that one is on, yeah, Hunter Thomas posted the link to that on his Twitter. Yep, and you can get alerts um, and you bet I'm going to sign up for that because all of a sudden I'm yes. going to get a random alert going, what the hell is that? Oh, oh yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's it's legal. It's going to take time. But Oh yeah. Um, and then if if for some reason you wanted to go into more information on that uh, court of arbitration for sport stuff. Um, that was actually from a podcast I listened to on soccer, um, yep. called the total soccer show. It was the February 20th. No, not the February That's 20th. Today. That was, that is, that is the episode that I'm currently listening to. Yep. It was the last Wednesday. So the 15th, uh, episode, yep called it it's a listener question one whatever cool. if people want it they can they can shoot me up on um that and same thing with if they want to learn more about the bosman stuff i've got links to that but that's all yeah. not disc golf related yeah. so um that's much more on the nerdier side of uh yeah it, it happens <laughs> of sport ruling it happens yes. 
so. I think that uh, is an end I think so. of, of where we are. Uh, let's see. Well, we only did 52 minutes on this, That's, so hey, I'm pretty proud of uh, that. Yeah, I'm actually uh, kind of impressed. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy on that. So uh, do we want to BS now for eight more minutes so we reach an hour? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I <laughs> need to go work out and edit this video and get it up before yes. it normally goes up at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern-ish. Ish. Fingers crossed, everybody. Fingers crossed. Yes. That uh, that time is not legally binding. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, so for uh, Joe, I, I just want to thank you for all that you do for the podcast, including editing it and uh, you know being thanks for be the source of so much knowledge. Thanks for being on and BSing and uh, you know yes, I'm a quick reader, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, listeners, if you are listening to this and want to watch it, uh, you can find it on Joe's YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Joe's Disc Golf. Uh, those of you that are watching this, if you just want to listen to it. Yep. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your major podcasts. And most importantly, listeners and viewers, thank you for taking the time to uh, hear our thoughts and our uh, attempt at laying out the facts of the Gamber case. I thought you were about to go thoughts and prayers. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> I missed something. Um, I blacked out. Know, what hopefully happened. Ricky gets better soon yep. and uh, make sure to check yourself for ticks. As a quick side note, it does sound like um, from his video that he could have played through it, but this being an all-star event and doesn't mean anything. He opted yeah. to take the extra time to recover for Las Vegas Challenge, which is smart. So yeah, that uh, that makes sense to me. Yep. So, um, so all that said, listeners and viewers, thanks for taking the time to listen to us today. Yep. Joe, thanks for everything. Everyone, enjoy your rounds. Bye. Later. <laughs> <laughs>